Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 5 this morning for a message titled, Answer. Now, we've been following Jesus in his Galilee ministry as he's come out of the wilderness being tempted by the devil. Now he's gone to Nazareth where he was rejected. He's gone to Capernaum where he was accepted, but then had to leave to go to other places. And we saw him preach by the seashore. And of course, Peter, James, and John followed him. And now we see him in a new place. Now, so far, Jesus has been going to God-fearing folks. And, and he's been going to those folks and he, he goes to join them for a moment, but, but then he doesn't, he doesn't join them to stay with them. He doesn't join them to join their club or to try to be a part of what they're doing. He calls them to follow him. He's never trying to join us to try to get us to, you know, for him to be a part of our life. He's always calling us out away from our life to follow him. And now he, he changes it up a little bit because so far, again, it's been to God fearing folks, but now in verse 27, It says, after these things, he went out and saw a tax collector named Levi sitting at the tax office, and he said to him, follow me. Now, we know a lot about Levi. In fact, we know that in Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew, his name isn't Levi, but rather Matthew. He was known as both. And Matthew, maybe he called himself Matthew because that was his tax name, because Levi would be a little bit strange, because we know a little bit about Levi. Levi, of course, was not from the tribe of Judah, because if you were having a child from your tribe, you would name him after your tribe or nothing else or something else, right? You wouldn't name, if you're from the tribe of Judah, you don't name your kid Levi. So obviously, Matthew, Levi, was from the tribe of Levi. And if his parents are going to name him Levi, then that means that they have some aspirations for him. You see, if you grew up as a Levite, you were part of the priestly order, you are part of the Levitical order where you would serve within the temple, and that was going to be your job. And so as a very young child, you'd be trained to do that. So why is Levi sitting at a tax booth? You see, it's just like John the Baptist's dad, Zacharias. He was serving according to the course of his his family, and, and this is what Levi would have been doing. But instead of serving in the temple, he's sitting at a tax booth. Levites were respected and honored. Tax collectors, well, I don't have to tell you what tax collectors were thought of. In those days, they were considered crooks. In fact, they were put on the level, at the same level as murderers, thieves. He'd be hated by his countrymen, seen as a traitor, seen as a collaborator with Rome. That's what they looked at tax collectors as. A tax collector was sitting by the the side of the road, and, and as people would come by, they would tax them. If you were going to leave town with a, a, a cart of goods, you had to be taxed for those goods. And, and every tax collector was responsible to pay so much for his region. And as that region, the quota was met and paid to Rome, 
then everything above and beyond that, the tax collector got to keep, which was incentive for the tax collector to collect as many taxes as they possibly could, which made them very wealthy. But see, the, the Levites were also wealthy in a different way. They had a unique inheritance amongst the tribes of Israel. If you remember in Deuteronomy chapter nine, 10, verse 9, God said, therefore, Levi has no portion nor inheritance with his brethren. The Lord is his inheritance, just as the Lord your God promised him. A.W. Tozer, when talking about this, said, in one moment, Levi became richer than all his brethren. He was richer than all the rajas and all the kings of the world, because when you have God as your portion or your inheritance, you have all things in one. And this is what Levi was to have as his inheritance. It could have been because he was carnal or maybe greedy. But notice the answer to Jesus when Jesus calls him to follow him. It says, verse 28, So he left all, rose up, and followed him. Here's a guy raised from the time he was young in the Levitical order as a, as a priest, as a, as, as a servant within the temple. And no doubt he saw what was happening in the temple. The high priest has set up a racket, if you will. And remember when Jesus started his ministry, John tells us that Jesus went into the temple, with, made a whip of cords, and he drove out those who bought and sold. In, in the, and he says, this is a house of prayer. Of course, then again on the, on the day when Jesus rode into Jerusalem on a donkey, Palm Sunday, he came in and he went once again into the temple at the end of his ministry and he cleansed the temple, over, overturning the money changers' tables, driving out those who sold doves, and, and he guarded the temple all day, you know, keeping everybody out. And zeal for his house had consumed him. But they had made it into a marketplace. And the high priest, the estimates are that he alone, personally, not counting what everyone else was making, he alone had a salary of what we would equivalent to about $5 million a year off of this trade. He was changing, basically people would come with their money and they'd want to give it to the Lord. And they say, oh, you can't give Roman money to the Lord. You have to give temple money to the Lord. And so they had exorbitant exchange rates. But not just that, they also sold doves and, and sheep. You can't bring that sheep in here. That, that sheep has a blemish. You have to have a temple-approved sheep. And so as they did these things, the people were taken advantage of, and the high priests and those who worked there were getting very wealthy. And so it could be that, that Levi saw the hypocrisy. He saw how people were being ripped off. I mean, if you're going to be a crook, you might as well be an honest crook. I'm a tax collector. You know, I'm not trying to hide it like in some religious cloak. But then he sees a man who doesn't speak like the other religious leaders. In fact, he challenges them. I, I don't know. That's a lot of speculation. We don't really know Levi's backstory. But I think this is a lot of, a, a lot of way, this is the way it is for a lot of people. They see the hypocrisy. They see the duplicity within religion. They see the, the, the legalism and, and stale religion. But Jesus wasn't like that. And Jesus isn't like that. He's full of mercy and grace. He loves the outcast and the marginalized and the orphan and the widow and even the leper. He loves the demon-possessed prostitute and the tax collector. That one, it's just weird to us, isn't it? I mean, it's so easy to put labels on people. And I'm sure Levi didn't think that he would be accepted by Jesus. He was kind of an outcast. Tax collectors were not permitted to go to the synagogue. Their kids couldn't play with other kids who were Jewish. 
Tax collectors can only hang out with sinners and other tax collectors, prostitutes and gamblers and all those people. That's who they had to hang out with. I, I'm sure that as, as Jesus came and said, follow me, Levi's sitting there at the booth. He probably looked around. Who is he talking to? Who is he talking to? Is it me? Me? Now Jesus calls him to follow him. I, you know, I, I think I felt that way as well in, in my experience when I first came to Jesus because I grew up in church. I didn't really have much use for it. And I, I quickly went out to do my own things and to, to make fun in my own way and, and to try to find satisfaction in other things because church just didn't seem like it was something that really could satisfy me. And it couldn't. Church couldn't. And, and, and then I began to think as I'm being haunted by the Holy Spirit and he's telling me I'm going to go to hell for the things I'm doing, I'm beginning to think, you know, I deserve that because I grew up in church and I know better. I should have been better. I should have gone to church and I should have been the good boy and I should have tried hard. And, and so I was, I was totally thinking there's no way God could ever forgive me because I've been to church, but I'm now I'm living this way. But then I heard that radio broadcast where the guy said, it doesn't matter where you've been or what you've done. Jesus can forgive all of your sin. And I'd done a lot and I'd been to church. And I thought, if that's true, if Jesus could still forgive me, I want to follow him too. So I can relate to Levi a little bit. In verse 29, it says, then Levi gave him a great feast of his own house. And there were a great number of tax collectors and others who sat down with them. That's what happens when somebody is radically saved. They tell everybody. And I love that. I, I love that. That's, that's kind of how I was when I first got saved. You know, I remember driving to my car thinking about that. You know, do I tell anybody about this? And, and, then, I, and then I remember just thinking, and maybe it was the Holy Spirit, I, I'm sure, just working in my heart. It's like, why not tell everybody? What, what's, 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 gonna, what's it going to hurt? It's only going to help. And of course, I wasn't received by everybody. Some people didn't want to be my friend anymore, and that's okay. You know, the, the craziest one for me was when Jeff, my, my former stepdad, when he got saved. I, I could, you know, he came here to church, came, and before worship was over, the Lord had convicted his heart and he'd given his life to Jesus. I didn't even get to preach a sermon. And he, he was already a Christian by the time I started preaching. I was wondering what it was in my sermon that, that convicted him. It wasn't that. It was the worship. And he just said, you know, God, I need to get right with you. And, and so he was radically saved. And I remember just hearing about him. He's talking to all of his car, car club buddies. You know, he had Squire's Car Club and all of his car club buddies. He's talking to them about Jesus, and they don't really want to hear it. But he's telling them anyway, and he still does. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991. Or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening. And remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.